Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Two thousand twenty-two was a very busy year in the world of North American soccer, which means it was a very busy year for Sam Stayskull. He covered MLS and the U.S. men's national team. Today, he discusses his favorite story of the year, which was an anonymous survey of MLS executives about league matters. Today, he talks about what they said and how what they said could impact his coverage of the league going forward. I'm Alex Abnos. This is Soccer Every Day. I have Sam School here with me, and Sam, I'm asking everybody on uh, soccer staff to name their favorite piece that they did in uh, 2022, or a piece that they were involved with, at least. Uh, you just came back from Qatar, I guess, a couple of weeks ago, where you've been following the U.S. national team. You did all sorts of U.S. national team coverage away from Qatar as well, throughout qualifying, the friendlies. And I think it's really interesting that the piece that you chose as your favorite uh is not U.S. national team related, at least not directly. <laughs> it is the MLS uh, off-season anonymous uh, GM survey, uh, which, to be clear, I think is a perfectly worthy nomination because there is so much interesting stuff that was learned by virtue of asking all these people all these questions. But I'm curious, why you know what what made you gravitate in that direction? Yeah, I mean, I'm certainly proud of a lot of the pieces I did around the U.S. up to and during and after the World Cup. Um, but I think I wanted to choose this piece and and I haven't really, you know, articulated this or even thought about it so directly in my head, but I think because it's like the culmination of my life's work, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) That's all, huh? Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, like to, to explain that a little bit more, you know, obviously anyone that has read my coverage over the years at the athletic about MLS knows I like to bang on about, about a few different things one of which is kind of the inefficiency of mls and one of which is like how the league can grow and all these problems that they face some of their own making um but getting gms and chief soccer officers to kind of say those even anonymously and and highlight ideas that they think can take the league forward and highlight different trouble areas that they think are holding the league back i think sort of it was validating for me personally actually in a lot of ways um 
But it also sort of highlighted that this league, while it makes sense in many ways, and from a business perspective, it's doing a lot of things really well. Um, at the end of the day, there's a lot more that they could do to increase the quality of soccer. And they're not doing it. And getting that out there in a forum like this, I thought, I thought I'm biased, but I thought it was relatively powerful. Um, and I'm happy that, that Paul and I, Paul Tenorio and I, who worked on this piece with me, were able to do it. Yeah, certainly. Um, so just in case anybody's not clear, the headline on this is uh, MLS Anonymous Team Executive Survey, Best and Worst Teams, Owners, Rules, Underrated Players, and the Cheating Around the League. That last part, especially spicy, <laughs> given what happened with the Inter-Miami and what we've since learned has happened with uh, the Los Angeles Galaxy. All sorts yeah. of questions covered in this. You know, which team is going to win MLS Cup, Supporter Shield, you know, which team does the least with most, the most with least, uh, ownership group, uh, you know, opinions. Um, but what question from this do you think back fr- back on the most you know, what, what surprised you in the moment and what has sort of informed your coverage the most uh, this past season? You know, I think there were a few like kind of like juicy ones to pull away. Like I remember there was one quote from an executive who, who basically said, Gam, Tam, what the bleep? Um, what does it all mean, man? So that one was, it was kind of a fun one in the moment. But the one that sticks with me the most is, you know, we asked if the MLS roster rules make sense for the league and what it wants to achieve, namely being you know, one of the top five leagues in the world, the league of choice, whatever buzzword they want to put on it in a particular moment. And the feeling among them was pretty unanimous. And one put it, no, but I don't think anyone thinks that, not even the league office. Another said, anyone that says yes is pandering. And it just kind of, it was a distillation for me, Alex. It was like this league, the priority is not on making the soccer better. It's on making the bottom line of the owners better. And that's whatever, that's fair enough. Um, but I think to pretend anything else is, uh, is to pretend, <laughs> yeah. um, not, not such a great turn of phrase there, but, but that's the reality of MLS. And I think that's something to keep top of mind. Um, when you're listening to Don Garber or other executives kind of speak about the initiatives and what they're trying to do. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, with each of these conversations uh, I'm having, I'm asking everyone basically some version of the same question, which is like how you think what you learned in the story is going, going to uh, play forward into 2023 or even beyond that future coverage. Um, it's obviously kind of not an entirely new world for MLS, but uh, but the new Apple TV broadcast deal was agreed after you wrote the story. I would imagine that might change a couple uh, things, a couple, uh, you know, financial <laughs> uh, things about the league and its and its clubs, um, though not like 
a huge crazy sea change right um does you know how much does that play into it and what from this survey do you think i'll put it this way what question in the survey are you most interested to follow back up on given everything that's happened in the last year since you did it that's a good question you know the internal transfer market one should there be one that was pretty unanimous yes there should be like a real internal transfer market um, you know, there were a few like that, that I meant to go back and kind of do follow-up standalone pieces on and didn't get to for one reason or another this year, world cup probably didn't help with that, that, that maybe, uh, that maybe I'll go back to in 2023. Yeah. Um, so that would be one for sure. I think the cheating one would also be another, uh, especially given, you know, like you mentioned the, the news that we've learned recently about the LA galaxy and Christian Pavone and Chris Klein and his suspension and punishment for that signing, which was not above board, as we've learned, um, you know, that cheating question, basically, there were a few executives that were like, yeah, everyone cheats, like literally <laughs> everyone cheats. And it just sort of like goes to show it's just kind of like, all right, this whole league is constructed around these, these rules, and everyone is breaking them some, some minor, some major, um, but everyone is breaking them to an extent, and, and the league doesn't have the capacity to enforce its own system. And so it's sort of like, I don't know, it's, that's, that's not great. Right. (laughs) That's not, that's not really what you want. Um, if you're talking about a level playing field. So, so I think kind of going back and revisiting the internal transfer market topic, revisiting the cheating topic, I think that can, that can yield some pretty juicy and interesting stories. And then I think just kind of, you know, in terms of how it informs my conversations and my coverage with these folks, just kind of winding back and, you know, I'm lucky and privileged enough to be able to talk to GMs and coaches and technical directors and what have you about this stuff on a frequent basis. And you sort of get lost when you do that sometimes um, that everyone is at a certain fundamental level of knowledge about these things. And that's of course not true. (laughs) And so sort of reminding myself to maybe pull back a little bit more and highlight things that in these conversations are, are givens or are taken for granted and saying, Hey, this is kind of a weird thing and more people should know about it and explaining why it's weird or why it's strange or why it's important or impactful. Um, I think is, is something that I could do more of starting next year. So there you go. You can hold me to that boss. It's on the record. Now everybody's heard it. Uh, Sam is going to continue <laughs> his, his very, very uh, close detailed look at the way MLS operates. Some like you know, when I say that out loud, it doesn't sound interesting at all. But once you read some of these stories, it actually is incredibly interesting if you're even remotely interested in how leagues operate generally in sports. Sam, I, mean, I look forward. Yeah. If you're just interested in soccer and like cause yeah. this shapes how soccer is in America and Canada, like this shapes what it looks like. It shapes how we consume it. It shapes how much people, how many people are interested in it. And it shapes our domestic league, which shapes national teams as well and so it's really important and uh you know it does sound stupid and silly a lot of the time but when you look at it through that bigger lens i think it it makes a difference absolutely uh well i'm personally looking forward to reading much more about that in the coming year i know you're looking forward to diving into some of those stories but until next time enjoy the time off i know you're uh you're at home on the phone right now um and and enjoying some some much uh deserved vacation time uh, we'll talk to you again in 2023, Sam. Thanks, Thank you so much for listening to the show today and all year long. 
We'll be back in 2023 with new episodes. Until then, happy soccer to all of you.